TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Paul and Jordana and DJ, it's Tuesday. Today is National Vietnam War Veterans Day. And I want a, a special shout-out to any Vietnam vets. Yes who are listening, you guys got a raw deal. I I was too young to serve in Vietnam. I missed it by about two years. But a lot of my friends, my older friends, came back, and they told the stories about being disrespected, uh, insulted, shouted at, spat upon. People actually spit on them when they came back. I mean, mm. I realized there was strong anti-war sentiment back, you know, in the, in even in the early 70s when they came back, when we pulled out of Vietnam. But they were treated disgracefully. And I don't know if you've ever been to Washington, D.C., Jordana, the Vietnam uh, Memorial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, you can feel the pain. You can feel the anguish. Yes. You can feel you the can. sorrow. There's something Standing in front of the wall. Mm-hmm. Psychic, just being mm-hmm. in front of that wall and seeing the names. But okay. anyway... Uh, thank you to all the Vietnam War vets. Thank you to all the vets. Wherever you served, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I don't take my freedom for granted. None of us should. Certainly people in Ukraine are not taking their freedom mm-hmm. for granted. They are fighting for their lives. They're fighting for their homelands. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, thank you for mentioning this, Paul. I appreciate it only because... Obviously, now these vets are aging, and we also need to do a better job of taking care of them in our VA hospitals and with their coverage. And there should never be a homeless vet because that person is suffering from some kind of a mental illness that needs to be addressed and taken care of. We have a lot of problems uh, properly honoring our veterans, and that means taking care of them when they come home, um, addressing all of their needs, emotional and physical and this, it's just, um, again, I feel like if we say we value this, we value a strong military, then we can't just value their work on the battlefield. We have to value and honor them yeah. when they come home. Yeah. And that is includes quality health care all around, emotional, mental, all of it. So, um, again, just thank you for bringing that up, Paul, so we can publicly all agree that they need to be honored more. Yeah. Taken care of. Hey, I know you caught this, but apparently um, Elon Musk is not feeling the love because Joe Biden, President Biden, for whatever reason, will not reference Tesla. He references all the other auto manufacturers when it comes to EVs, electrical vehicles, but Tesla, no. And I don't know what the problem is there, but just recently, Elon Musk said that there should be a uh, an age limit, certainly for President oh of the mm-hmm. United States. He said... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you caught this. He said, I don't think we should try to have people live for a really long time. 
that would cause asphyxiation of society because truth is, most people don't change their mind. They just die. So if they don't die, we will be stuck with old ideas and society would not advance. He says death for for Musk will come as relief. And he says the declining birth rate in this country and across much of the Western world is the single biggest threat to the future of human civilization. It, It wasn't global warming. It wasn't nuclear weapons. It was declining birth rate in Western civilizations, Western countries. So it got us thinking about, should there be an age limit? What do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, an age limit for the presidency? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it's interesting, and I, I definitely don't want to sound ageist or, uh, you know, I think there are many people that are super sharp um, as they get older. My grandmother lived to be 100 years old, and she was driving well into her 90s. She was telling stories, doing her taxes. Like, she was super sharp until the very last few years. Uh, should she have been president? Probably not. <laughs> but um, I almost feel like I'm not yet old enough to make a decision on that or, or, or weigh in, because at my advanced age, I'm going to be 50 this year in the summer. God willing, I get to 50, knock wood, you know, oh, you will. Kanahara, I should only get to 50. Um, you know, we all say things like, oh, I'm having a senior moment or, oh, I'm not as quick as I used to be. Oh, I forgot something. You know, like we become, you know, age takes a toll on our brain, on our stamina, on our ability to remember, our inability to articulate. It also removes filters, so you become more honest. You say what you want more often. And there's also, of course, with age comes wisdom. You know, we often push people out of the workforce at 60 or even 70 years old when they've gotten all their knowledge from a career and then we end up losing that knowledge. So there's something to be said for a lot of wisdom. But on the other hand, I think... I think in your 80s, maybe, I don't, I, again, I don't want to sound ageist and I don't want to sound, I don't want to offend, I, I, but. It, it, I think it's a slippery slope. I think you put your, your finger on it. And I wonder what our listeners think. Text us right now, if you get a moment, and you can do so safely, 651-461-9226. Should there be an age limit? And look, the president, you know, under fire for saying uh, that Putin cannot remain in power. I think what many of us have been thinking, especially ever since the invasion of Ukraine, and Biden said basically he's not making any apologies for saying that Putin cannot remain in power. He said it was Mm -hmm. an expression Mm -hmm. of moral outrage. It had nothing to do with policy or that we're we're targeting uh, President Putin in all of this. But it got people talking about age limits, and not just for president, I think, you know, for Congress. But again, where do you, that's a slippery slope to me. At first I thought, all right, yeah, 80, 85, that that seems reasonable. And then I thought, well, as we live longer and longer, I mean, we might have to revise that. And then, you know what kicked in, Jor? Democracy. Put it up for legislation. If enough Americans think that there should be an age limit, great. I just don't want this decided by the Supreme Court or some Yahoo in Washington, D.C. If the American public says, yep, there should be an age limit, great. I'm, I'm fine with that. But let's do it the right way. I, I agree with that. I, I would agree that it needs to be a democratic decision. And I would value the opinion of people that are older to, to, for them to say, 
yes, no problem, all the faculties are there, judgment is intact, or to say, ah, you know what, let's uh, let's give it to somebody else. Yeah, I would value what they thought more on that. I, I think that's a good call on that, Paul. Um, when we get back, you know who we should ask about this? Oh, Stephen I know. Stephen Belton. Yeah. 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 I think we're going to ask Stephen about this. We will ask him, yes, about the slap. We're going to ask him about COVID. Lots of questions. The Urban League president is next. If I ruled the world, this is the song everybody wants to rule the world. If I ruled the world, we would not have high drug prices. They would be reasonable. It would be all okay. Teachers would make more money. That would be wonderful. Uh, people would not slap each other or feel the need to. A lot of things would happen differently. But alas, friends, I don't rule the world. And honestly, I don't want that job because that sounds really hard. But um, here to answer some questions I have about all of those things is Stephen Belton, the president and CEO of the Urban League Twin Cities, as he is, as he always joins us on Tuesdays. Uh, Stephen, welcome. Thank you. I'm all about world domination, Jordana. So just, just, just so we know. So you, you, said know. That out loud. you said that out loud, Stephen. You meant to yeah, think I mean, it. Was, yeah. I was. That was my, that was my inside thought. I used my inside thoughts. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Although I think it would be better run if Stephen ran it. So yeah, I think I, I would too. vote for you if I got a choice. Um, speaking of that, running, running the show, being the leader of the free world, um, what do you think about age limits for the president. And, and the reason we ask is because Elon Musk, you know, made a statement about age limits. He doesn't like the president anyway, but it did sp kind of spur the question, should there be upper age limits to be president of the United States? What do you think about that? Well, I think when we get upper limits for billionaires, then I, I think I'm going to have that discussion. Yeah. So especially, especially mega, mega, mega billionaires. So we, maybe we should really, maybe we should, if, if Elon Musk is willing to talk about billion limits, that is to put a cap on his earnings, then I'm willing to put an age cap on the age of the presidency. You know, the, obviously I'm being tongue in cheek, but. The truth is, I don't think this really introduces anything new into the public discourse. I think there have always been questions about, you know, the age of the president. But let's keep in mind that when George Washington was president, you know, the average age of presidents was probably, the average lifespan of, uh, of adults was probably in the 50s, if right. not the late 40s. Yeah. And uh, it has increased over time. So how do you, even if you're serious about this, and I don't, think it's a good idea. I think it's an ageist idea because I don't think age is an indication of capacity. Um, but even if it is a good idea, how do you determine, you know, how do you grow? How do you mature? How do you adjust for advances in medicine? Uh, how, do you how do you adjust for the exceptional human being that may defy your expectations about what an octogenarian or someone older might be able to do? So I, I think it's a specious idea by somebody who uh, like who's very capable and very adept at uh, at making sound bites and saying things that capture the public's imagination. But I don't give it much. Uh, I don't put much time thinking into it and don't give it a lot of value. Yeah, I look. He's a genius, but that yeah. when it comes to making cars and rockets, but that yeah. doesn't mean yeah. he's a genius across the board. And and I admire mm -hmm. Elon Musk, but I think he's a little bitter. It's it's a little bit of always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Biden, for whatever reason, won't utter the T word, won't mention Tesla, and he takes it personally. So, yeah. Hey, uh, Stephen, we need to ask you about the slap seen and heard around the world. 
this oh, whole thing has been overblown, perhaps. But what what are your takeaways? At the end of the day, it's a teachable moment for everybody, isn't it? It is. I think the teaching that I'd like to see elevated is that um, you know a physical response to a verbal instigation is never appropriate. And so you had uh, you know Will Smith used a physical assault to respond to what he regarded as a verbal assault. And, uh, you know, what's the old adage? You know, sticks and stones may break my bones. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, Will Smith elevated that to, a, you know, a slap a, you know, a, a set of phalanges uh, hurling at you can certainly break your bones or, you know, can cause, you know, damage. And it was just inappropriate for any number of reasons. And I think the teaching here, there's a couple of things. One, that what I just mentioned, that you don't respond with violence to a verbal provocation. Second, there's a deeper level here. You know, Jada Pickett-Smith is fully capable of defending herself. She did not need her husband or any man to jump in and defend her honor. So ultimately, this was about Will Smith's um, deal. It was about his honor, and it was really about his lack of emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is really our capacity to control and to direct our emotions in difficult situations. And he just lost control here because he was offended because he saw his wife getting something said about it. Now, someone who has lived with an elected official, a powerful and uh, incapable woman who people take pot shots at all the time, I can tell you I'm provoked and angered when people have said things about my wife, but never have I felt like I needed or that I had agency to be able to respond to that in a physical confrontation. Now, let me put on my pastor's hat for just a second, and I'll conclude. Nobody wants to be judged by their worst movement, by their biggest mistake. And this, from a career perspective, was a huge mistake for Will Smith. But there's a teachable moment for him here, and that is he needs to understand that his power his ability, his capacity to generate millions and millions of dollars. Because we're talking about millionaire behavior here. He's a millionaire. Chris Rock's a millionaire. That is all based on the public's confidence and trust, and indeed their endearment of him. And he shot all of that with a single moment of losing control because he thought this was about him, and he assumed that his ability to do this, because you saw when he did it, he walked away smiling. He was in his feelings and not thinking about the way that he got here and the platform on which he stands. And so he's got some learning to do. I think he's already done it. He's issued a public apology to Chris Rock, Chris Rock finally. Um, but it's not enough. I think mm-hmm. there needs to be some accountability for yeah. it. Yeah. Well, well said. Wow. Gosh, I'm so glad we asked. Yeah. Because I, I, that was fascinating. So thank you. And I often think that anger management is a life skill that we all learn way too late and should be taught at at an elementary level. We should be teaching skills at a very young age. And some, some schools are, you know, some meditation, some taking a beat, you know, even as early as kindergarten and things like that, which is sort of a non so seamless segue into my next question for you, Stephen, the teacher strike is over. So I'm curious to know your, your thoughts on how it was settled and if, uh, you know, folks in your camp that are chatting about it, you know, if you know any teachers, if you know any parents, if they are satisfied with the outcomes and you think it was a good, um, um, see, yeah, chemo brain here, I need some words. Good outcome. Uh, cooperation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was, it, was it a good enough cooperation on both sides to move forward and get kids back in school? 
Well, first, I'm grateful that they reached the settlement. Uh, second, you know, I can tell you that in any kind of compromise, you know, people lick their wounds and think of, immediately begin to think about what they didn't get or what they gave up in the course of doing that. Uh, where, what I'm hoping doesn't get lost uh, in all of this in the calculation of the value of the strike, and both sides are trying to calculate that. What I hope doesn't get lost is that children were harmed through this, and and we don't even know to the extent to which they are harmed. But it wasn't just you know the lost days; it was more importantly the lost learning. They were already behind because of the pandemic, and this uh, whatever it was two or three week strike just pushed them back further. And that's not okay. It's not okay to have. Uh, I said this last week when you asked me about it to hold them hostage or put them in the middle. Of this uh, is just not okay. And it seems to me that both sides lost sight of that. And so I'm hoping that they will very quickly uh, get to focusing on the kids. Now, the kids and the parents lost, because I've talked to a lot of parents who are just ticked off. They're glad it's over, but they're saying it's awfully late because they had to make arrangements, had to stay home, had to lose income yep. for one parent to be able to stay home and had to make arrangements. And all of that is bad for families and bad for communities and bad for kids. Wow. Stephen, you should run for office. I, I know at this point, uh, why would you do that? Uh, but uh, but I'm, I'm I'm prepared to announce my uh, candidacy for dog catcher. If they, dog if catcher? Such an office. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm qualified. Maybe you I would, can learn in the job. But <laughs> You would be the best. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Whatever. Um, Stephen Belton, thank you for your words of wisdom. You always come through, and, and we're so glad you're on our show and on our air here on CCO. Uh, wish you the best. We'll catch you next week. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks so much. Yeah, it's a delight. Bye-bye. Wow. Yeah, he's I, he's so good because you can just throw anything at him, yeah. and um, he's Unflappable. always got something wise to say yep. about it. Yeah. Yep. I wish we did learn anger management early in but, George, our life. Even just some meditation it would be so helpful. Should it come from parents or school or both? It has to be both. I think, first of all, humans are flawed. No one's ever parented 100% right ever in the history of parenting. So they would have written that book and we'd all be doing it right. So let's teach it in the school. The kids are captive audiences in the school. If the parents aren't going to take it, uh, upon themselves to teach that okay but at least the kids will have a base for the school they will be open to these ideas they will have some skills they will have usable knowledge that they can do in moments of anger so i a hundred percent think this should be taught in school it's non-denominational yeah. it's not like a religious uh, thing it's i know skills, but life at, skills. A, at a time when a lot of curriculum a lot of teachers are are being mm. micromanaged 
right? I mean, yeah. critical race theory was just the opening act. Now it's like we want to see what you're teaching our kids. So I could see some parents saying, you're indoctrinating our children. That should come from us. That should come from mom and dad at oh, home. God. We don't want you teaching those things that our kids should be taught by us at home. That's on us to do. And I, I just yeah. see that argument coming up more and more as we go forward. What should be taught in school? What should be taught at home? I don't know. Uh, those are the parents that are screwing it up because those are the parents that are probably not teaching anger management at home that probably could take the class. They should jump in there with the kindergartners and learn some breathing techniques. Yes, they should. <laughs> they should. All right. I have some fun for you. I have some fun. Okay. I am currently hospitalized. We are going to take a hospital quiz. Test your knowledge. How much do you know about hospitals? Next. How much does anybody really know about hospitals? Well, I know a lot now because I did a little research for the quiz, but you're going to, um, I, I, I'm a little nervous for you, Paul. Yeah, well, I know. I know I'm going to screw this up royally, but maybe I'll learn something in the process. We all will. Yeah. Hey, there are some actually some really interesting things. First, let's, you had a little piece of trivia about the Mayo Clinic in particular, right? Yeah. If it wasn't for a tornado, I can't remember the exact date. I think it was in the 1870s, an F5 tornado yeah. leveled much of Rochester, killed a couple of hundred yeah. people. And oh, the Mayo brothers were instrumental mm -hmm. in setting up a makeshift hospital to treat the wounded of that F5 tornado that destroyed Rochester. That and St. Mary's, they combined, that went on mm -hmm. to become the Mayo Clinic. Mm -hmm. Had there not been a devastating tornado in the late 1800s in Rochester, yep. we might not have what is arguably the best health care facility on the planet in our backyard, one that's taking good care of you, Jor. Yes, I am eternally grateful for the mail. It started in 1919. But yeah, that was an interesting little piece of trivia. And what spurred this quiz, uh -oh. spurred this quiz. So so here we go. You both Are you both ready? You can both weigh in. Yeah, let's go. J.M. Here we go. J.M. Barry, an author, playwright, left the rights and royalties from stage performances and all adaptations of this fairy tale to the Great Ormond Street Hospital in London. So J.M. Barry left the rights and royalties of all performances to which, from which fairy tale to the Great Ormond Street Hospital? Was it Peter Pan, Cinderella, or The Little Mermaid? DJ, Peter Pan. Paul, you want to chime in? The Little Mermaid. DJ's right. Oh, Peter it. Pan. When he died, he left all of the rights and royalties to any stage performance, any adaptation, and it has given millions and millions of dollars to the great Ormond Street Hospital in London. And what an amazing gift that that was. Isn't that cool? Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Very yeah, obscure. Yeah. I love that. But yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah. Bitter already. I am bitter. <laughs> True or false? True or false? Some hospitals keep a supply of beer for alcoholics in case they go through withdrawal, which can be fatal. Some hospital hospitals even have beer cans with prescription labels. Paul. Did I make that up, or is that true? Paul. That's, go ahead. That's go ahead. just bizarre enough to be true. David? Uh, yeah, I, th I also think that's true. It's true. It's true. And it was common for hospitals in Germany to have a brewery 
patients used to get a beer before going to bed. Wow, really? What kind of beer? I just I'm curious what kind of beer they stock they for medicinal say. purposes. They, they huh. have their own brewery, right? Huh. Okay. In a study to improve hospital design for children, researchers polled 250 children regarding their opinions on clowns. What percentage of the kids polled loved clowns? Hmm. 50%, 35%, or 0%? Paul, 35%. Uh, I think it's 50%. None of them. Not one single child said they liked clowns. They (laughs) even reported disliking them or fearing them. Really? Zero percent Zero. of the kids of the uh huh two hundred and fifty kids were polled. None of them wow. liked clowns. They were afraid of them. Yeah, oh, man. All right, twenty five hospitals in North America and Europe have visual messages strategically placed near ceilings and operating rooms. Now these messages are only visible when read from above. They're part of an ongoing study to test the validity of people claiming to have these outer body experiences. You know, when people are going into cardiac arrest, they sometimes say they they feel themselves looking down on themselves and they're having this near-death experiences. So 25 hospitals in North America and Europe have messages printed near the ceiling to test if the people that are allegedly hovering can read them. I, okay, th- Paul, this is true. This what? is not um, what I'm telling oh. you is a fact. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. exists. Studying okay? near-death experiences. Yeah. So, yes, okay. yes, yes. Study. Yeah. All right. So, how many patients were able to read the messages and report back to the doctors that they saw them? Okay, how many? Was it 25 people? Was it seven people? Or was it zero people? Paul, I'm going to go with a big number because it is amazing how. At death, everybody experiences pretty much the same thing. And some people say, ah, yeah. oh, it's a hallucination. Other, other people of faith say you're getting a glimpse of what's to come. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with a big number, 25. I'm going to go with zero because I, I, I'm not discounting a near-death experience, but I don't know that that kind of detail would ring through. It's zero. What? Sorry, Paul. Not that... The, not that the, the outer body experiences weren't valid. It's just that I guess during the outer body experiences, nobody's reading the walls around them. Well, they're looking at their but, body and they're looking and, at the doctors. But there they're are not countless, remembering what's written on them. There are, there are a lot of stories, though, about people hovering and, and yes. reciting yes. in intricate detail what the surgeons were doing to try mm-hmm. to revive them, the tools they were using, mm-hmm. the instruments. So maybe they're not reading street signs, but... They, no, but many this, of is, them... this is the way you test if that's like an actual exactly. being that's there or if that's just some other way of recreating that memory. When did you become an agnostic here, uh, DJ? Really? Well, no, I'm just... I, oh, okay. We'll have to, I'm going to write a sermon about this for tomorrow. <laughs> no, I was surprised, but I can see where if you're having a near-death experience, you're more interested in watching your body and the doctors than you are about reading the graffiti on the walls. So... It's a study, but sometimes studies don't work. So that hmm. one was zero. But I, I want to get through a couple of others. St. Jude Hospital, you, you know, the famous children's hospital, which has treated thousands of children with cancer, is not religiously affiliated. Mm-hmm. Why was it founded? Number one, was it founded by actor Danny Thomas because of a promise to the patron saint of lost causes after he found success in Hollywood? 
Was it founded by Marlo Thomas after Donahue asked her to marry him? Was it founded by Mother Teresa after her 10 children were miraculously cured from malaria? I think it's Paul. I think it's A, Danny Thomas. Yeah, I do too. A. You're yeah. right. Mother I made up Teresa. The other two. <laughs> really? Danny Thomas. Yeah. Because get this, the patron he made a promise to the patron saint of lost causes after <laughs> yeah. he got successful in Hollywood. He said if you make me successful, I'll start a hospital. And he did. Wow. Well, okay. Isn't that a cool story? Good for him. Who was the who was the first president born in a hospital? Oh. Was it Gerald Ford? Jimmy Carter? Or Abraham Lincoln? Paul. Got it. I hope it's Abraham Lincoln. I can't believe that no presidents... What Would they have been born at home by a midwife? Or That's kind of weird. I'm going to go with Lincoln. I think Swatting it's, in a field? I think it's Jimmy Carter. What? Oh, you're right. How did you know that? It is Jimmy Carter. In a it hospital? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Paul. Yes. He is the first president born in a hospital. Isn't that interesting? I know, right? All right. I, okay, I'm, wait. I have a really fun one. I have next. to go now. Hold on. We I have, have to, to sneak go. this okay, in. Last no, no, no. I have an early yeah. dinner. Okay. A BRI, BRI, which sends 2,000 Americans to the hospital every year, stands for what? Is it a boxing-related injury? Is it a bagel-related injury? (laughs) Or is it a Bow Wow-related injury or dog bite? A BRI. 2,000 people a year go to the hospital with a BRI. Uh, really? Yes, one of really, those is, is true? Yes, one of those is true. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I would say they're all fake. Okay, well, I'll give you a hint. What do you think, I'll give Paul? you a hint. Consider the source of the person who is asking it. I'm afraid to open my okay, mouth. Paul. B, bagel. Bagel. <laughs> I had two bagels for lunch. I should have known that. It's a bagel-related injury, yes! <laughs> a BRI is a bagel-related injury. And I'm not joking, this is a real stat. Come on, you guys, when you're cutting a bagel, how many of us just yeah, slice slip, into the yeah, hand? Yeah, okay. Or you can choke it's on a bagel-related yeah, injury. Yeah. Okay. Paul, um, wow. Thanks, Jor. Yeah. That's the end of my question. That was now you that know. was impressive for DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, and not Paul. really useful. <laughs> By the way, that not F5 really tornado useful. in Rochester was 1883. Our... Own human yeah. dynamo and F5 when it comes to sports. Mike Max, up next. Maxi Sports brought to you by the John Schuster Group at Caldwell Banker Real Estate. In fact, he's joining us right now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Yes. And Maxi, I think it's pretty cool. Talk about a storybook ending. Paige Beckers coming home to Minneapolis for the women's final four. After leading UConn to a 91 to 87 double OT win over North Carolina State, she scored 27 points. You could not script that any better. How's it going, Maxie? Mm-hmm. Where are you? Uh oh. Where, where'd you go? Did Did I offend him? Did I say something? I I think you did. Mike. Right? Mike. I mean, why else wouldn't he join Bueller? us? Bueller. Unless we're having technological Mike? problems. Bueller. But that Paige Becker's story is exciting and she is just an unbelievable superstar you know she's a hopkins girl and what a just what a a storied career that she's having absolutely can't find and i tell you she really inspired a lot of i mean the wnba i know they're they're winning you know our links are winners 
But my son, who didn't watch the WNBA in the past, is is involved or or wants to go watch women's basketball at Hopkins. You know, he they're they're a good team. You know, they had Paige Beckers. It's just been. Uh, I don't want to say like the start of a trend. We should be interested in those sports, but these are really great athletes and they're winning and they're creating amazing feats. So uh, it, it's nice to have another reason to support women's sports. Are you doing any of the brackets either for men or women, Jor, this year? I know you, you got know other it stuff came at going a on. Tough time. I know, but I mean, I... normally I would, right? Especially if Cuse were in the game. But normally I would, but I Cuse? this year I, I didn't. Cuse. Did, Cues. Yeah, Syracuse. Syracuse yeah, is Cues. too hard to say. Cues? Oh, my God. Really? It's a familiarity level. The oh. Cues. Yeah. Oh. What well, Are cool, you doing brackets and how the are cool they? Kids? No, 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 no. I try to predict the future for a living with limited success. I, I don't want to do it for fun. It's just like I don't like gambling for fun. Uh, I try to start companies, uh-huh. and some people say, uh-huh. well, that's gambling, Paul. And I go, well, yes, but not really. You've got a little more control. Uh, when do. you start a company, you're the house, but um, it's it's That's still true. a lot that can go wrong. But no, I I didn't do the brackets, but I'm fascinated by uh, people <laughs> who do the brackets and realize how difficult mm-hmm. it is to predict the future, to predict injuries, yeah, for things sure. you can't predict. Maxie, are you there? Hello. Was it something Jordana hey, said? Hello. 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 Can you hear Hello? me? I can hear you. Yeah. yeah. What Mikey? the heck happened? I don't know. I don't know. Can you hear us? Hey, buddy. I can now. I can hear you just fine. Okay. You guys sound great, and I'm still PO'd because, Jordan, I heard the beginning of the show. You're oh, my God. You're about insurance. Oh, just, God. Man, oh it God. just makes you sick, doesn't it? It does. Oh I mean, how what? do we get through this thing? What's the solution, Max? Because yeah. I don't know, man. The and drug manufacturers say, you know, it's capitalism in action. We're not going to invest billions uh, yeah, of dollars R&D, to invent right? these drugs unless we can get a return. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's it, no, it's it's ridiculous. It's insulting. It is. I don't know how people mm-hmm. do it. I don't either. It just scares you going forward, doesn't it? It does. I mean, you start adding extra and, and that's and that's not capitalism in action. That's an abuse of capitalism i think i, I think when too. you're talking I, I about don't know how it works but it's predatory like capitalism Pre- it's there predatory you go. There you right. go. yep we got you there's nothing you can do about it right right yeah, yeah. So. but when it comes to your life i mean that's just ridiculous so i'm i'll keep you posted on my situation i spoke with my nurses during the break they're going to appeal so i will definitely keep you posted okay but, thank you know you. Uh, people playing. gave advice to call an advocate at my healthcare insurance uh, company i'm going to do all of those things yep. trust me and everybody else should be to be doing the same, which I'm sure they are. I got great advice from the listeners, so I'll read some of those texts, too. Max, are you doing okay? I'm doing okay. I just came back from Park Center High School where they awarded Braden Carrington with the Mr. Basketball Award. Oh, wow. Uh, he was a great player there for Park Center. They won state. He's going to the Gophers next year, but I think what stood out about him was, uh, if you watched him, he, he really didn't care much if he scored or not, but if his team needed him to score, he did. In other words, he was unselfish, and he played yes. really hard, and guys kind of rallied around that and watched him play. So wow. uh, good for him. Uh, he could be the point guard for the Gophers um, next year. He's a talented athlete. And, uh, Exciting. Uh, it's so fun to see his teammates. Were there. They're on spring break, so they brought him into the school and surprised him with a big award. It was pretty fun. Congratulations. Very yeah. cool. Big show but, tonight. I'll visit with him and uh, and much more. Thanks, Maxie. We'll be right Thanks, back. Thanks, Maxie. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. 
In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 